In the heart of Eldoria, a kingdom veiled in ancient magic and whispered legends, young Prince Alaron discovered his cruel fate. Eldoria, known for its dark, sprawling forests where the trees seemed to murmur secrets into the dusk, was a land both beautiful and foreboding. It was in these very woods that Alaron, barely more than a child, first experienced the sting of his curse. He had always been a curious soul, his feet wandering the paths less trodden, his eyes alight with the wonder of the unknown. That fateful day, he found a small bird, its wing twisted in a cruel angle, its eyes clouded with pain. Moved by a deep, innate compassion, Alaron reached out to cradle the creature. As his fingers brushed its feathers, a searing agony ripped through him, an echo of the bird's torment. He collapsed, the forest floor catching him in its cold embrace as he writhed under the weight of a pain not his own. The news of his collapse spread like wildfire through the castle. The kingdom's finest healers were summoned, their brows furrowed in confusion as they examined the young prince. Their verdict was unanimous yet incomprehensible. Alaron was cursed to feel the pain of others. His father, the king, a man of stoic bearing and unyielding resolve, received the news with a silent nod, the faintest tremor of fear in his eyes. The court was abuzz with hushed whispers and furtive glances. Some spoke of ancient curses and dark magic, others whispered of the gods' displeasure. In the midst of this, Alaron stood alone, a boy burdened with an empathy so profound it was physically agonizing. As Alaron grew, so did his understanding of his curse. He learned to brace himself against the flood of others' suffering, a constant undercurrent in his daily life. The slightest touch, a mere brush against another's skin, could send waves of their pain crashing over him. He donned gloves of the finest silk, a barrier against the world's agony, and yet the pain found its way through the seams. In the solitude of his chambers, Alaron often gazed out towards the darkening woods, the sight of his curses awakening. Those woods, with their shadowed depths and rustling leaves, seemed to hold a mirror to his soul. Mysterious, isolated, and filled with unspoken pain. But within him, a resolve kindled. Alaron knew his curse set him apart, yet he began to wonder if it could also be a bridge, a connection to the hearts of those he was destined to lead. As Eldoria edged closer to the precipice of civil war, Alaron's curse, once deemed a burden, started to glimmer with the faintest light of purpose. The prince, who felt the pain of the world, might just be the one to heal it. The kingdom of Eldoria, once a tapestry of unity and peace, began to fray at the edges, torn by dissent and conflicting loyalties. The air in the castle, once filled with the harmonious chords of court minstrels, now resonated with hushed, urgent conversations. Eldoria was on the brink of civil war, a war that threatened to consume everything in its path. Prince Alaron, now on the cusp of manhood, stood before his father's council, a gathering of the kingdom's most esteemed and powerful lords. The tension in the room was palpable, a thick cloud of unspoken fears and unsheathed ambitions. Each lord, draped in the finery befitting their station, wore masks of concern and loyalty. But underneath, Alaron could sense the undercurrents of greed and power play. His curse, a relentless conduit of the emotions around him, 
allowed him to feel the fabric of their intentions, woven with threads of deceit and self-interest. King Edric, Alaron's father, presided over the council with a weary dignity. Time and the burden of rule had etched lines of worry into his once youthful face. His eyes, once bright with the promise of a prosperous reign, now reflected the grim reality of a kingdom divided. The conflict was born of a power struggle, noble houses vying for influence, their loyalties split between the crown and their own aspirations. The king, a ruler of principle and honor, found himself ensnared in a web of political intrigue and faltering alliances. Alaron, listening to the council's deliberations, felt a profound sense of foreboding. The lords spoke of strategy and defense, of allegiances and troop movements, but their words were devoid of the pain and loss that war would bring. Alaron's unique affliction painted a far more vivid picture. He could feel the impending suffering of the kingdom, the sorrow and despair that would seep into the very soil of Eldoria. Outside the castle walls, the kingdom's once peaceful towns and villages were now hotbeds of unrest. Whispers of rebellion stirred in the taverns and marketplaces. Common folk, their lives upturned by the brewing conflict, spoke in hushed tones of their fears and uncertainties. Alaron, in his rare excursions beyond the castle, walked among them, a prince hidden in plain sight. He heard their grievances, felt their simmering anger, and shared in their quiet despair. Eldoria, with its verdant fields and ancient forests, had always been a land of legend and beauty. But now, its rivers ran with whispers of war, and its forests echoed with the march of soldiers. The kingdom stood at a crossroads, its fate hanging in the balance. In the midst of this brewing storm, Alaron grappled with his own role. His curse, once a source of isolation, now connected him to his people in ways he could never have imagined. He understood their pain, their fear, and their longing for peace. And in that understanding, he found an unexpected strength. Alaron began to envision a path for himself, not just as a prince bound by duty, but as a leader who could bridge the divide, who could understand the heart of Eldoria as no one else could. As the council meeting adjourned, with plans for war laid bare and strategies set in motion, Alaron lingered in the shadows of the Great Hall. His father's words echoed in his mind, a call to arms for a battle that would determine the fate of their kingdom. Alaron knew that the path ahead would be fraught with peril and pain, but within him burned a quiet resolve. He would stand with his people, share in their suffering, and strive to mend the fractures of a kingdom divided. As the drums of war echoed through the kingdom, Prince Alaron donned his armor, not with the exuberance of a young warrior, but with the somber resolve of one who intimately knew the cost of battle. His armor, intricately wrought and bearing the crest of Eldoria, was both a shield and a burden. He understood that each dent and scratch it would bear could echo a wound on someone else's flesh, a pain that he would inevitably feel. The battlefield was a maelstrom of clashing steel and cries of valor and agony. Alaron amidst the chaos was not just a combatant but a vessel for the collective suffering around him. With every clash of swords, with every cry of a fallen comrade or foe, he felt a surge of pain that was not his own. The battlefield, soaked in blood and tears, became a crucible that tested not just his physical prowess, 
but the very limits of his empathy. Yet it was in this fiery trial that Alaron's unique curse became an unexpected source of strength. His heightened sensitivity to the pain of others gave him a near prescient awareness of the enemy's movements. He could sense the hesitation of a soldier before a strike, the fear that gripped them, the weariness that slowed their hand. This insight, born of his curse, made him a formidable warrior, one who could anticipate and counter the moves of his adversaries with uncanny precision. But this gift came at a harrowing cost. The agony of every wound he inflicted, of every life he ended, was a weight upon his soul. The screams of the dying haunted him, their echoes lingering long after the battle's din had faded. The battlefield's horror etched itself into Alaron's very being, a tapestry of pain and sorrow that he carried with him. In the rare moments of respite, as he sat by the campfires with his fellow soldiers, Alaron found solace in their camaraderie. They shared tales of home and dreams for the future, a brief escape from the grim reality that surrounded them. In their eyes, Alaron saw the reflection of his own conflict, a longing for peace amid the duty of war. These men and women, drawn from all corners of Eldoria, fought not for glory or power, but for the hope of a better tomorrow. As the war raged on, word of Alaron's valour and prowess spread throughout the ranks. To the soldiers, he was more than a prince. He was a beacon of hope, a leader who bore the weight of their pain and still stood tall. Yet, within Alaron, a battle of a different sort raged. A struggle between the overwhelming empathy that threatened to consume him and the unyielding resolve to see his kingdom freed from the shackles of war. Each battle hardened Alaron, forging him into a leader molded by the fires of war. He rode at the vanguard, his presence a rallying cry that spurred his troops forward. In the heart of conflict, amidst the clatter of swords and the roars of the fallen, Alaron's curse and courage intertwined, painting the portrait of a prince not defined by his suffering, but empowered by his profound connection to the people he was destined to lead. The war, with its relentless tide of battles and skirmishes, became a journey that transformed Alaron. No longer just a bearer of an agonizing curse, he emerged as a symbol of resilience, a prince who carried the pain of his people not as a burden, but as a testament to their collective spirit. In the crucible of war, Alaron found not just the limits of his curse, but the boundless depth of his empathy and strength. The war's tide ebbed and flowed, but within the stone walls of Eldoria's castle, a different battle brewed, one shrouded in whispers and shadowed corridors. Prince Alaron, fresh from the fields of conflict, found himself in the midst of court intrigue, a labyrinth as perilous as any battlefield. The castle, with its towering spires and echoing halls, had become a nest of secrets and schemes. Nobles, once loyal subjects, now harboured ambitions fueled by the unrest. Alaron, returning to this den of treachery, felt the undercurrents of deceit with acute intensity. His curse, a conduit for the emotions of others, unveiled to him the pain, fear and betrayal that lay hidden beneath the courtier's polished veneers. In hushed conversations behind closed doors, alliances were forged and broken. Eyes flickered with hidden meanings in the dimly lit banquet halls, and every courteous gesture masked a calculation. Alaron, navigating these treacherous waters, 
learned to decipher the language of false smiles and veiled threats. His ability to sense the emotional undercurrents gave him an edge, allowing him to unearth plots that simmered beneath the surface. One such plot struck close to the heart of the kingdom. A faction within the court, driven by greed and the promise of power, conspired to usurp the throne. Their plan was to exploit the chaos of war, to strike at the king when the kingdom was most vulnerable. Alaron, sensing the pain of betrayal that such a plot would bring, was determined to unravel it. By night he walked the castle's corridors, a silent wraith in the moon's pale light. He listened to the walls that whispered secrets, piecing together the fragments of a conspiracy that threatened to tear Eldoria apart. Alaron's resolve was tested as he delved deeper into the web of deceit. The burden of his curse grew heavier, the pain of betrayal sharper. It was a solitary pursuit, for trusting the wrong person could spell doom for both him and the kingdom. In the quiet of his chambers, Alaron wrestled with the loneliness of his duty, the weight of a crown that felt more like thorns with each passing day. But it was in this crucible of secrecy and suspicion that Alaron's strength of character shone brightest. He used his curse not as a shield, but as a sword, cutting through the lies to reveal the truth. His empathy, once a source of anguish, became the key to understanding and outmaneuvering his foes. In a daring move, Alaron confronted the conspirators, his evidence irrefutable, his gaze unflinching. The traitors, caught in their own web, fell from grace, their plots crumbling to dust. The king, once unaware of the treachery under his roof, looked upon his son with newfound respect and gratitude. Alaron had not only protected the throne, but had also preserved the fragile unity of a kingdom on the brink. As dawn broke over the castle, casting its light on the high towers and the flagstones stained with the echoes of treachery, Alaron stood by his father's side. Together they faced a kingdom still torn by war, but now a step closer to unity. In the heart of deception, Alaron had forged a path of truth, his curse guiding him through the darkness to safeguard the future of Eldoria. In the aftermath of the thwarted conspiracy, Prince Alaron felt a profound need to reconnect with the people of Eldoria. The war, though largely fought in distant fields, had seeped into the very marrow of the kingdom, leaving its dark imprint on the lives of its citizens. Alaron, draped in the cloak of his empathy, resolved to venture amongst his people, to share in their plight and understand the depth of their sorrow. Clad in a simple garb that masked his royal identity, Alaron walked the cobbled streets of Eldoria's towns and villages. He moved anonymously among the people he was destined to lead, his presence unnoticed, his gaze keen and observant. The marketplaces, once bustling with the vibrant tapestry of daily commerce, now bore the scars of war. Stalls stood empty, merchants spoke in hushed, worried tones, and the once colourful array of goods was reduced to mere necessities, often in short supply. As he wandered through the towns, Alaron felt the collective pulse of his kingdom's pain. He heard the stories of families torn apart by war, of sons and daughters lost in battles, of homes reduced to ashes. The air was thick with a palpable sense of loss, a grief that hung over the town squares like a heavy shroud. Each tale of sorrow he heard, each tearful gaze he met, was a thread in the tapestry of pain he bore. 
In the evenings, under the cloak of twilight, Alaron sat by the firesides of the common folk, sharing in their meagre meals. They spoke of their fears and hopes, their voices a symphony of resilience and despair. Alaron listened, his heart heavy with their suffering, yet also buoyed by their unwavering spirit. In these moments of shared humanity, he found a deep connection to his people, an unspoken bond forged in the crucible of shared hardship. One poignant encounter left an indelible mark on Alaron. In a small forgotten village at the edge of the kingdom, he met an elderly woman. Her eyes, clouded with the passage of years, shone with a steely resolve. She spoke of her grandchildren, who had marched off to war, leaving her alone. Her words were laced with sorrow, but also with pride. In her story, Alaron heard the echo of thousands of others, each a testament to the enduring strength of the human spirit. Through these journeys, Alaron's understanding of his kingdom deepened. He saw not just the scars of war, but also the resilience of his people. Their sorrow became his, not as a burden, but as a catalyst for his resolve to bring an end to their suffering. He returned to the castle with a renewed sense of purpose, his empathy now a beacon guiding his path. The sorrow of the people of Eldoria, once a distant concept confined to the halls of the castle, had become a tangible force in Alaron's life. It strengthened his resolve to seek an end to the war, not just as a prince fulfilling his duty, but as a man deeply connected to the hearts and souls of his people. In their sorrow, Alaron found the seeds of hope, a hope for a future where the tears of today would give way to the smiles of tomorrow. With the war's toll etched deeply in his heart, Prince Alaron recognized that unity, not further conflict, was the path to Eldoria's salvation. He embarked on a journey to forge an alliance, reaching out to the forgotten and the marginalized factions within his kingdom. These were the people whose voices had been lost in the clamor of war, yet whose loyalty and support were crucial for true peace. Alaron first turned his attention to the hill tribes of the north. These rugged, resilient people had long been overlooked by the crown, their lands remote and their customs alien to the court's refined sensibilities. Cloaked in the guise of a diplomat rather than a prince, Alaron traversed the treacherous mountain paths to their villages. He sat in their council halls, under roofs of thatch and smoke, listening and learning. He spoke of unity, of a shared future, and slowly, through displays of genuine respect and understanding, he began to earn their trust. The hill tribes, with their intimate knowledge of the northern terrains and their unyielding spirit, were a formidable ally Alaron needed. Next, Alaron sought the allegiance of the coastal cities to the south. These bustling ports, thriving on trade and commerce, had been severely affected by the naval blockades of war. Their once bustling harbours were now quiet, their ships anchored and unused. Alaron met with the city leaders not with grand promises, but with a candid acknowledgement of their struggles and a sincere pledge to revive their fortunes in a united Eldoria. His empathetic approach, understanding their plight and fears, broke down years of mutual distrust and neglect, laying the foundation for a new alliance. In the eastern farmlands where the war had turned fertile fields to mud and blood, Alaron's task was even more daunting. The farmers and villagers, their lives uprooted by the ceaseless demands of war, 
viewed the crown with weariness. Alaron walked among them, sharing in their labor, his hands dirtied by the soil that fed the kingdom. He spoke not as a prince issuing edicts, but as one of their own, sharing in their toil and dreams. His promise to them was simple yet profound, peace and the chance to see their lands flourish once again. Each alliance Alaron forged was a step towards mending the fractured kingdom. He encountered suspicion and hostility, but his genuine empathy and unwavering commitment to peace slowly turned distrust into respect and respect into loyalty. He brought together a council of representatives from each faction, creating a platform for dialogue and mutual support. This council, diverse in its composition, became a symbol of Eldoria's newfound unity. As the alliances strengthened, Alaron's curse, once a source of solitary pain, became a tool for understanding and connection. He could feel the hopes and fears of his new allies, allowing him to address their concerns with a precision no other leader could offer. The prince who felt the pain of his people was now their greatest advocate, a unifier who saw beyond the divisions of the past. Alaron returned to the castle not as a lone prince, but as the leader of a united front. The alliance he had forged was the kingdom's best hope for peace, a tapestry of diverse threads woven together by the hands of a prince who had turned his curse into the kingdom's greatest strength. The stage was set for Alaron to lead Eldoria out of the shadows of war and into the light of a new dawn. With the formation of the newfound alliance, Prince Alaron stood at the helm of a united Eldoria, ready to turn the tides of a war that had ravaged the kingdom for too long. The alliance, a mosaic of the kingdom's once fragmented parts, breathed new life into the weary troops and disheartened citizens. Alaron's leadership, fueled by his empathic connection to his people, ignited a spark of hope amidst the shadows of despair. The united front took to the battlefield with a renewed vigor. The hill tribes of the north, with their unparalleled knowledge of the rugged terrains, led guerrilla attacks that disoriented the enemy. The sailors and merchants of the coastal cities, experts in navigation and logistics, ensured a steady supply of resources and devised strategies to disrupt the enemy's supply lines. The farmers from the eastern lands, though untrained in warfare, brought their resilience and intimate knowledge of the local lands to the forefront serving as scouts and support. Alaron himself was a beacon on the battlefield, his presence inspiring his troops and disheartening his adversaries. He rode at the vanguard, his armor emblazoned with the sigils of the newly united Eldoria. His curse, which allowed him to feel the pain of others, had attuned him to the rhythm of battle in a way no other commander could replicate. He anticipated enemy maneuvers, understanding their fear and hesitation, and turned it to his advantage. But with each victory, the toll on Alaron grew heavier. He felt the pain of every fallen soldier, the sorrow of every family that lost a loved one, the despair that war brought upon his land. The nights were the hardest, as the echoes of the day's suffering haunted him in his solitude. He wrestled with the burden of his empathy, a relentless tide that threatened to engulf his spirit. Despite the personal cost, Alaron's resolve never wavered. He understood that his suffering was a small price to pay for the greater good of Eldoria. His ability to feel the pain of others did not weaken him. It was the source of his unwavering commitment to end the war. 
His compassion became his armor, as impenetrable as the steel that protected his body. The battles raged across the kingdom, from the mist-shrouded hills of the north to the sun-kissed shores of the south. With each skirmish, the united forces of Eldoria pushed the enemy back, reclaiming lost lands and liberating oppressed villages. The people of Eldoria, once divided by fear and mistrust, now fought side by side, bound by a common cause and the leadership of a prince who bore the pain of their world. As the tides of war turned in their favor, a sense of optimism spread throughout the kingdom. Stories of Alaron's bravery and compassion echoed in the taverns and marketplaces, weaving the legend of a prince who was as much a healer as he was a warrior. He had become a symbol of hope, not just for victory in battle, but for the dawn of a new era in Eldoria. In the war's changing tides, Alaron saw the fruition of his efforts, the tangible result of his alliances and empathy. But even as victory drew nearer, the weight of his curse reminded him that peace came at a steep price. Each day of war was a reminder of the suffering it wrought, each battle a testament to the sacrifices made in the name of freedom. Alaron's journey was far from over, but with each step, he moved closer to the peace he so desperately sought for his people and his tormented soul. As the war progressed, Prince Alaron began to harness his curse in a way he never had before, transforming it into Eldoria's secret weapon. The battlefield, once a relentless source of pain and sorrow, became a chessboard where Alaron could predict and counter the enemy's every move with uncanny accuracy. The secret lay in his unique affliction, his ability to feel the emotions of others. Alaron discovered that he could sense not just the physical pain of his adversaries, but also their emotional states, fear, uncertainty, and even overconfidence. This insight gave him an extraordinary edge in strategy. He could anticipate an enemy's hesitation, exploit their fears, and predict their movements before they even happened. In council meetings, Alaron's advice started to carry a weight that went beyond military experience. His suggestions were often unconventional but incredibly effective, leading to victories in battles that seemed otherwise unwinnable. His generals, initially skeptical, began to see the value in his intuitive approach to warfare. Alaron, who once felt burdened by his curse, now wielded it as a tool that could change the course of the war. One notable instance was the Battle of Raven's Pass, a strategic location crucial to controlling the kingdom's eastern regions. The enemy, confident in their superior numbers, expected an easy conquest. However, Alaron, sensing their arrogance, devised a plan that used their overconfidence against them. He baited the enemy into a narrow canyon, feigning a disorganized retreat. As the enemy forces pushed forward, expecting little resistance, they were met with a well-coordinated counterattack led by the hill tribes and supported by Alaron's main forces. The battle, which could have been a devastating loss, turned into a triumphant victory for Eldoria. This newfound strategy did not come without its costs. Alaron's deep connection to the emotions of others meant that he bore the weight of not just his soldiers' pain, but also that of his enemies. The guilt of exploiting their fears and doubts weighed heavily on his conscience. Each victory brought relief and elation for his kingdom, but for Alaron, it also brought a night of introspection and sorrow. Despite the internal turmoil, 
Alaron continued to refine his approach. He started to use his empathetic insights in diplomatic endeavors as well. In negotiations with neutral factions and even former enemies, he could sense their underlying motives and reservations, allowing him to address their concerns directly and forge alliances that had seemed impossible before. Alaron's reputation grew, not just as a skilled prince and commander, but as a figure seemingly blessed with a divine sense of intuition. Rumors about his abilities spread, some embellished to the point of myth. In the eyes of the people, he was no longer just a prince. He was a visionary leader, one who could feel the heartbeat of the kingdom and turn the tide of any battle. As Eldoria continued to reclaim its lands and the prospect of peace grew closer, Alaron grappled with the duality of his gift. It was a weapon that could bring peace to his kingdom, but at the cost of his own peace of mind. The war was not just fought on the fields of Eldoria, but within the very heart of its prince, a battle between the overwhelming burden of his curse and the unwavering resolve to use it for the greater good of his people. As the war neared its climax, the weight of Prince Alaron's curse began to exact a profound toll on him, ushering in a period of profound internal struggle, his dark night of the soul. Despite the successes on the battlefield and the hope that surged through Eldoria, Alaron found himself grappling with an ever-deepening sense of despair and isolation. The victories, though significant, came with a cost that Alaron felt more acutely than anyone. Each life lost, friend or foe, added another layer to the burden he bore. The prince, who could sense the pain and suffering of others, now found himself overwhelmed by the collective anguish wrought by the war. The cries of the wounded, the mourning of the bereaved, and the sheer scale of devastation resonated within him, a relentless echo that threatened to shatter his spirit. Alaron's nights were the hardest. In the solitude of his chambers, the walls that had once offered respite now seemed to close in on him. The silence of the night was anything but peaceful. It was punctuated by the echoes of the day's pain, the memories of fallen soldiers, and the faces of those who had looked to him for salvation. Sleep, when it came, was fitful and haunted by nightmares. The empathetic bond that had been his strength in uniting the kingdom and turning the tides of war was now a source of profound agony. Alaron began to question the cost of his gift. Was the burden of his curse a price too high for the peace he sought to bring to his kingdom? Could he endure the pain that seemed to grow with each passing day? In these moments of doubt, Alaron would wander the castle grounds, seeking solace in the cool night air. The gardens, with their moonlit flowers and whispering trees, offered a brief respite from the turmoil within. It was during one such nocturnal sojourn that Alaron encountered an old gardener, a stooped figure who tended the roses with a gentle hand. The gardener, unaware of Alaron's true identity, shared words of simple wisdom. He spoke of the roses, how their beauty was born from the thorns, and how the darkest nights often led to the most beautiful dawns. This encounter, brief and seemingly inconsequential, offered Alaron a glimmer of hope, a reminder that even in the depths of despair, there is a promise of renewal and growth. Alaron also sought counsel from his father, King Edric. The king, witnessing his son's turmoil, offered both empathy and strength. He reminded Alaron of the love and duty he had to his people, and how his unique burden, though heavy, 
was also a powerful tool for understanding and healing the kingdom. This conversation with his father rekindled a sense of purpose in Alaron, reminding him that his journey was not just about enduring pain but about using it to forge a path to peace. As dawn broke, marking the end of another long night, Alaron emerged with a renewed sense of resolve. He recognized that his journey was one of both sacrifice and significance. The darkness of his soul, though daunting, was also a testament to his deep connection to his people and his kingdom. In embracing his curse, Alaron found the strength to continue his quest for peace, not as a burdened prince, but as a beacon of hope for a war-torn land. The dark night of the soul, though a period of intense struggle, became a pivotal chapter in Alaron's journey. It was a crucible that tested his limits but also reaffirmed his commitment to his cause. In the depths of despair, he found a resilience he never knew he had, a resilience that would guide him through the final chapters of the war and towards the dawn of a new Eldoria. The war that had engulfed Eldoria was culminating in a decisive confrontation, a final battle that would determine the fate of the kingdom. Prince Alaron, carrying the weight of his people's hopes and the burden of his curse, prepared to lead his united forces into what would be the war's most harrowing and significant conflict. The battleground was set at the plains of Valador, a vast expanse that lay between the towering Eldorian mountains and the whispering forests. The plains, once a symbol of the kingdom's natural beauty and abundance, now bristled with the weapons and war cries of two opposing armies. On the eve of battle, Alaron surveyed the encampments, his heart heavy with the knowledge of what the morrow would bring. The air was thick with tension, the soldiers' faces etched with a mix of determination and fear. As he walked among them, offering words of encouragement, he felt their pain, their hopes, and their unspoken farewells to loved ones they might never see again. Each touch, each gaze, was a reminder of the immense responsibility he bore. Dawn broke with a crimson hue, painting the sky with the colours of impending battle. Alaron donned his armour, its surface etched with the scars of past conflicts, and mounted his steed. He raised his sword, a rallying symbol for the united forces of Eldoria, and led the charge. The battle that ensued was unlike any other Alaron had experienced. It was not just a clash of steel and strategy, but a test of wills, a fight for the soul of the kingdom. Alaron fought with a ferocity driven by his deep empathy for his people. He felt every soldier's fear, every widow's grief, fueling his resolve to end the suffering wrought by the war. As the day wore on, the battle became a maelstrom of chaos and valour. Alaron, at the heart of the fray, moved with a purpose that belied the pain he shared with those around him. His curse, now a powerful conduit, allowed him to anticipate the enemy's moves, turning their fear and doubt against them. In the midst of battle, a critical moment arrived. The enemy, sensing defeat, rallied for a final, desperate onslaught. Alaron, recognizing the pivotal nature of this moment, pushed forward, cutting through the enemy lines to confront their leader. The duel that followed was a spectacle of skill and intensity, with Alaron matching every strike and parry. As their swords clashed, Alaron looked into his adversary's eyes and saw not just a foe, but a reflection of the pain and loss that the war had inflicted on both sides. In that moment of shared understanding, 
Alaron disarmed his opponent, not with his blade, but with his words. He spoke of peace, of the needless suffering of their people, and the possibility of a future where Eldoria was united, not divided by war. The battle ceased, as soldiers from both sides watched their leaders in a standoff not of swords, but of ideals. Alaron's words, heartfelt and sincere, resonated across the battlefield, reaching the hearts of friend and foe alike. As the sun set on the plains of Valador, the final battle ended, not with a victor's cry, but with a silence that spoke of the heavy cost of war and the promise of peace. Alaron, exhausted yet resolute, sheathed his sword, knowing that the true battle for Eldoria's future had just begun. The final battle, a culmination of strategy, bravery and empathy, became a turning point for the kingdom. Alaron emerged not just as a victorious commander, but as a symbol of hope, a leader who had carried the pain of his people and used it to forge a path to peace. The war was over, but for Alaron, the journey towards healing Eldoria's wounds was just beginning. In the aftermath of the final battle on the plains of Valador, a profound sense of relief washed over Eldoria. The war that had torn the kingdom asunder had come to an end, but the victory was bittersweet. Prince Alaron, who had led his people through the darkest of times, stood amidst the ruins of battle, a solitary figure weighed down by the cost of peace. The fields of Valador, once a symbol of Eldoria's natural splendor, were now a somber testament to the horrors of war. The ground, scarred by the conflict, was strewn with the remnants of what had been an epic struggle for the kingdom's soul. Alaron walked among the fallen, his heart heavy with each step. He felt the echoes of their pain, their unfulfilled dreams, and the silent cries of their loved ones. The prince, whose curse had been both a burden and a gift, now felt it as a shroud enveloping his very being. In the days that followed, Alaron was hailed as a hero, the architect of peace. The kingdom, weary of war, looked to him with a reverence that bordered on awe. Banquets were held, songs were sung, and tales of his bravery and wisdom echoed through the halls of the castle and the streets of Eldoria. Yet, for Alaron, these celebrations were a stark reminder of the sacrifices that had paved the way for this newfound peace. As the kingdom began the slow process of healing and rebuilding, Alaron dedicated himself to the task with a fervor that was both inspiring and heartbreaking. He traveled across the kingdom, visiting towns and villages, offering support and solace to his people. He initiated programs to rebuild what had been lost, to mend the fabric of the kingdom that had been torn by years of strife. His efforts, tireless and selfless, were a beacon of hope in a time of recovery. But with each passing day, the toll of his curse grew heavier. Alaron, who had always felt the pain of others, now carried the collective grief of an entire kingdom. The smiles of gratitude he received were mirrored by the sorrow in his eyes, a reflection of the deep scars that the war had left on his soul. His father, King Edric, watched with a mixture of pride and concern. He saw his son, the prince who had become the kingdom's savior, slowly being consumed by the very empathy that had made him a great leader. The king tried to ease his burden, to share the load of rebuilding Eldoria, but Alaron, driven by a sense of duty and guilt, pushed on, determined to see his kingdom restored. Alaron's nights were the loneliest. In the quiet of his chambers, 
The walls that had once witnessed his youthful dreams now bore silent witness to his inner turmoil. He grappled with the haunting memories of the war, the faces of the fallen, and the ceaseless tide of pain that washed over him. The price of peace, he realized, was not just paid in the moment of victory, but in the endless days and nights that followed. As the first anniversary of the war's end approached, Alaron stood on the battlements of the castle, gazing out over his kingdom. The lands of Eldoria, healing and blooming once more, were a testament to his sacrifices. But in the quiet of the dawn, as the first light kissed the horizon, Alaron knew that the peace he had fought for had come at a cost he would bear for the rest of his life. The prince who had united his kingdom and ended the war had paid the highest price, the peace of his own heart. As the kingdom of Eldoria basked in the hard-won peace and the first anniversary of the war's end neared, Prince Alaron grappled with the invisible wounds that the conflict had inflicted upon him. The kingdom was healing, its people slowly knitting the fabric of their lives back together. But for Alaron, the scars of war and the weight of his curse lingered, a constant reminder of the price of peace. In the midst of this fragile tranquility, a sinister plot was brewing in the shadows, a final act of treachery that threatened to shatter the peace Alaron had fought so hard to achieve. Unknown to Alaron, a faction of dissenters, remnants of the defeated enemy and disaffected nobles who had lost power in the new order, conspired against him. They feared Alaron's influence and the empathic bond he shared with the people, viewing it as a threat to their own ambitions. As the kingdom prepared for the anniversary celebrations, these conspirators laid their treacherous plans. They sought to strike at the heart of Eldoria, to undo the unity that Alaron had built. The prince, so attuned to the pain and emotions of others, did not foresee the betrayal that lurked within his own court. The fateful day arrived with the kingdom in a festive mood. Banners flew high and the people of Eldoria gathered in the capital to celebrate their survival and unity. Alaron, despite the turmoil within, donned a facade of composure, ready to lead the celebrations. His heart, though heavy, was buoyed by the sight of his people's joy and the progress the kingdom had made. As the day's festivities reached their zenith, the traitors struck. Amidst the crowd, hidden by the throngs of celebrants, they launched their attack, aiming to assassinate the prince. The crowd erupted into chaos as the attack unfolded, the joy of the day turning to horror in an instant. Alaron, caught off guard, found himself facing his assailants. In that moment, the prince's training and instincts took over. He fought not just for his own life, but for the future of his kingdom. The battle was brief but intense, echoing the conflicts of the war that had ended a year ago. In the midst of the struggle, Alaron was dealt a mortal blow. As he fell, the crowd gasped, and the attackers were quickly subdued by the royal guard. But the damage had been done. The prince, who had borne the pain of his people, now lay stricken by the treachery of his own subjects. In his final moments, Alaron felt not his own pain, but a profound sense of sadness for his kingdom. He had given everything, even his life, to bring peace to Eldoria. As he lay dying, he saw the faces of his people, their expressions of shock and grief, but also of love and gratitude. He realized then that his sacrifice, this last sacrifice would be a catalyst for the kingdom's future unity and strength. 
Alaran's death was a turning point for Eldoria. It was a reminder of the fragility of peace and the constant vigilance required to maintain it. The prince's sacrifice became a legend, a story told in hushed tones to future generations. He had become more than just a leader. He was a symbol of the enduring spirit of Eldoria, a prince who had carried the pain of his people and ultimately laid down his life for them. The kingdom mourned, but in its mourning it found a renewed sense of purpose. Alaron's legacy was not just the peace he had achieved, but the unity and resilience he had instilled in his people. His death, though a moment of profound loss, became the last sacrifice necessary to solidify the bonds of a kingdom that had been torn apart by war, but was now united in remembrance and determination. In the wake of Prince Alaron's tragic death, Eldoria was enveloped in a shroud of grief. The prince who had become the heart of the kingdom, who had felt the pain of every citizen, lay in the royal crypt, his life a sacrifice for the peace he had strived to achieve. The kingdom, while united in mourning, also feared the loss of the empathic bond that Alaron had shared with his people. But in the shadows of this sorrow, an unexpected twist began to unfold, a legacy left by Alaron that would forever alter the course of Eldoria's destiny. Unknown to the kingdom, Alaron's curse, his ability to feel the emotions and pain of others, was not a burden destined to vanish with his death. Instead, it was a mantle, a legacy that was to be passed on, ensuring that Eldoria would always have a leader who truly understood the hearts of its people. This remarkable turn of events began to reveal itself during the somber days following Alaron's funeral. A young girl, a commoner of no significant lineage, visited the royal crypt. She was Lysandra, known in her village for her compassionate nature and wisdom beyond her years. Drawn by a mysterious pull, she found herself standing before Alaron's tomb, her heart heavy with a grief that felt deeper than any she had known. As Lysandra reached out, her hand trembling to touch the thorned crown placed atop Alaron's tomb, a surge of emotion flowed through her. It was an overwhelming torrent of feelings, not her own, but those of the people around her. The grief of the mourners, the lingering sorrow of the kingdom, the collective hope for a peaceful future, all coursed through her in a dizzying way. In that moment, Lysandra understood. The burden, the gift that Alaron had carried was now hers. She felt a profound connection to the people of Eldoria, a bond that transcended her humble origins. The curse which had defined Alaron's life and reign had found a new bearer, ensuring that his legacy of empathy and understanding would continue. Word of this miraculous occurrence spread through the kingdom like wildfire. The people, initially skeptical, soon came to see Lysandra as the embodiment of Alaron's spirit. She spoke with a wisdom that belied her youth, her words resonating with the same empathy and insight that had marked Alaron's rule. The elders and nobles of Eldoria, recognizing the significance of this development, rallied around Lysandra. She was not just a successor to Alaron's legacy, she was a symbol of the enduring bond between the crown and the people. Under her guidance, the kingdom entered a new era, one where the ruler was intimately connected with the populace, feeling their joys, their sorrows, and their hopes as if they were her own. Lysandra's reign, marked by this profound, empathic connection, 
brought about a period of prosperity and harmony that Eldoria had never known. The curse, once seen as a tragic burden, was now revered as the Thorned Crown's legacy, a gift that ensured the kingdom's rulers would always lead with compassion and understanding. Alaron's sacrifice had not been in vain. His death had given birth to a new lineage of rulers, guardians of Eldoria's heart and soul. The twist of fate that had seemed so cruel at the time of his passing had unfolded as a beacon of hope, guiding the kingdom into a future where the bond between the crown and the people was unbreakable.